This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Time can feel like it's in short supply. Between work, family, and friends, there's very little time left just for you. What would you do with an extra hour in your day? What's important to you? Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. It's a great way to increase self-awareness, build a greater sense of purpose, deal with overthinking, and more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash be here now today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash be here now. The process where art inspires life, life inspires art, for me has always been put it put it into a song. Hmm. Put it into a song. Put it into a song. If I really, really want to talk about it, if I really, really want to um, preserve it and the, the amber of time, okay. put it into a song. Welcome to the Be Here Now guest podcast. This series features a collection of teachings and conversations centered around mindfulness, spiritual growth, and living a life in balance. Each week, our diverse network of guest teachers and hosts offer up wisdom and practices from a different spiritual path and perspective. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit BeHereNowNetwork.com slash donate. Welcome to the Ramdas Fellowship live stream. It's great to come together with people from around the world to deepen into these teachings of Ramdas and Neem Karoli Baba with incredible and brilliant wisdom keepers of our time. Uh, I'm Jacqueline Dabrinska. I'm the Community Outreach and Education Director for Love Serve Remember Foundation. And you all, you are the Ramdas Satsang, the community, whether you have been here for five days or 50 years. This is our our spiritual community coming together. You know, in Buddhism, they talk about satsang or community uh, being the most important of the triple gems. And in these times, it feels even more important in some ways. The spiritual community is the place that we can go to feed our hearts and souls in a lot of ways. It's a place we can go to remember truths and practices, which are really easy to forget We come together and we share experiences and inspiration and curiosities and wisdom. And it reminds us and each other of that loving awareness that is our true nature. So that's one of the purposes behind these these live streams, to learn from these each other um, and from these great wisdom keepers. So before we begin tonight, just a few things about how we're about to proceed. So our topic is Resonance, Integration, and Catharsis with John Forte. And I'm really excited to unpack that title. Um, We're going to spend about 75 minutes together. The first half, um, give or take, John's going to share some stories with us. Um, And the second half uh, will be me asking your questions. 
And you can ask your questions at any time. Just type in the chat wherever you are watching from. And the beloved Gina and Jara are on the back end and they'll be sending us your questions and we'll try to answer as many as we can. So I invite you each to settle into your space and just to recognize the many hearts and souls that are connected through time and space as we come together um, to be in this satsang together. And so from that space, we will welcome John Forte, who has a long history with Ram Dass and his teachings. Um, many of you may know him from his recent uh, incredible and transcendent new album, Vessels, Angels, and Ancestors, which was released with Soul Land Records a few months ago. Um, and if you don't know this brilliant album, we'll start in a few minutes with one of the tracks. Uh, John is a Grammy-nominated recording artist. He's first known for his work with the Fugees. He wrote and produced songs from their 1996 multiple plat platinum album, The Score. He's also an activist, filmmaker, and writer. And his lived experience and that activism go hand in hand. Uh, he gives unyielding support to criminal justice reform initiatives that are rooted in ending mass incarceration and systematic injustices. Uh, he's performed at the White House numerous times during the Obama administration and has contributed his voice and music to Time Done, the Schools Not Prisons Tour, Vote for Justice, and most recently, California's uh, For Safety and Justice's Prog Progress Not Prison campaign. So albums and films and soundtracks and fashion shows to the Brooklyn Nets theme song and creative direction for cannabis brands, scores for broadcast television and much more, John's art has always complemented powerful and impactful storytelling. So let us all shine some energy and light as we welcome John to the fellowship to tell us stories and talk about resonance, integration, and catharsis. So welcome, John. It's so great to have you here. Thanks, Jacqueline. Thanks for having me. Mm -hmm. Thank you to uh, to the fellowship um, for having me this evening. I hope that I'm transmitting loud and clear, uh, and I hope all is well. Yeah, it's good to be here. Good, good. So I'd love for you to start by just sort of unpacking that that title for us, Resonance, Integration, and Catharsis. Resonance, Integration, and Catharsis. I think that it sounds a lot more complex potentially than it is. Um, what I'm attempting to unpack is the process. Uh, um, how the wisdom and the teaching of uh, Ram Dass in particular um, surrounded me and um, how I encountered it. So I think that, you know, like all things, time, uh, you know, Einstein said that the only reason that time exists is so that everything doesn't happen at once. And so, um, you know, through lived experience, we have the opportunity to have this uh, accordion unfolding of 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 experience of breath and and and, and depth and um you know in my younger years when i was you know fresh out of the gate and on on, on top of the world and um experiencing life in, in, in that way, that was 
that was a trip in and of itself. And it was, um, it was, it was a ride. It was, uh, uh, it was everything that, 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 that the bio, I think is supposed to, is supposed to hint to, you know, the, the, the sizzle and the, the salaciousness of, 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 of impact and of community. And especially when you're talking about being a creative and then having the opportunity to, to sing songs and for folks to gather, uh, together, um, in very, very large numbers, uh, that's, that's special. It's special to, um, to be up on that stage. It's special to be in the audience. It's special to, 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 to be present, um, to partake in that. And so, you know, during those, those years of me getting tuned in and turned on to life outside of reality as I knew it being a kid from Brownsville, Brooklyn, and then uh, going to boarding school in New Hampshire for four years and then coming back to New York City. Um, I, you know, I, I didn't get on my first plane until I was 16. So, I was a late bloomer, at least in my own mind, for um, seeing what was out there. But rest assured, when I, I, I think when that opportunity or when the opportunities presented themselves for me to um, see more um, and, and, and do more, that that happened uh, in an electrifying um, way until you know the the until it all came crashing down until my first failure mm-hmm. until my first taste of of um the underside mm-hmm. of success or at least um success as as i envisioned it mm-hmm. and you know, it didn't happen overnight. Like all things, again, there's a there's a process to go from that opening line of the bio to being you know, a Grammy nominated producer, or recording artist, to uh, then looking at a sheet of paper that says, you know, the United States of America versus John Forte, finding myself involved in uh, a criminal enterprise and the the House of Cards having having fallen and and looking at a very very uncertain um bleak uh future mm-hmm. and you know in 2001 uh you know in a federal courthouse in houston texas i was found guilty of possession with intent to distribute a controlled substance and i was sentenced to 14 years in a federal prison and uh you know it was my it was a first it, it was uh um categorized as a first time nonviolent offense um with you know pretty harsh consequences you know 168 months in prison 14 years in in prison uh, and that was like i said 2001 that was autumn of 2001 uh 6 days before 9-11 mm. 
I was in a I was in a cell in Houston, Texas, when uh, when 9/11 happened, uh, 20 uh, almost 22 years ago, uh, and it was during that time in uh, in prison when uh, I was you know the 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 opportunity to to grow uh, never stops. The opportunity to engage never stops, um, irrespective of location and, and almost always circumstance. Um, but again, there's a process. There's a process. So I was first given a copy of uh, Be Here Now when I was in a federal prison in uh, Loretto, uh, which is Western Pennsylvania. And that was when I uh, read Be Here Now. Mm. And You know, I'll go back to the to the title, um, resonance. You know, there's resonance and reception. You can be privy to something without necessarily absorbing it or soaking it in. Mm. And so I'm relatively certain that the first time I've read Be Here Now, that while and 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 there was definitely resonance. The reception, the reception took some time. It took it, it, it took some time relative to when I, you know, closed that last page to when I wanted to hear his voice. Mm. To when I wanted to, you know, see his face. Um, and that actually happened many, many years later. So the seeds were planted, I think, in the, uh, you know, that, that first encounter in this iteration. Um, but it had to take its time to germinate, to gestate, to, uh, to take root. And it wasn't until I was home um, many, many years later, in fact, um, I'd probably say almost a decade, a decade later than when I, than when I first read BM Now, um, that I returned to what had grown from, um, you know, call it an interest. Mm. Um, again, that, that, that flicker of resonance into something that was more compelling, mm. something that, uh, that called me even more. You might even just say a, a more profound resonance, um, a magnified uh, resonance. So there are levels to it. 
And, you know, it's like a, a, a sweet melody or the hint of, of a song for me. Um, before it becomes something grandiose, it's, you know, in its simplest form, it's, it's that thing you hum. It's that thing that you have in your pocket. It's that thing that you can, you can keep close to your chest. It's, it's, it's simple and it's, it's, it's yours. It's, you know, it's a phrase, be here now. But the lived experience, right? When you, when you really start to get into the, the grit of what it means or the power, the power that you possess in owning this, this nowness rather than, and I mean, this is something that I relate to when I think about how it feels. Um, you know, the, the angst of not being able to correct your past and not being in control of what's to come, which is often times exacerbated by you know the constructs that are around us that reinforce our ideas of who we are and who we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to look like and how we're supposed to sound and all of that within our so-called society mm -hmm. right that's our that's our contract right when, when, a, when a person shows up in a in a, in a in a uniform, depending on what that uniform is, well, we know that we need to start assuming roles and responsibilities to to engage. Yeah. So the process where art inspires life, life inspires art. Uh, for me has always been put it, put it into a song, mm. put it into a song, put it into a song. If I really, really want to talk about it, if I really, really want to um, preserve it and the, the amber of time, put it into a song. But this is a great segue because I was, uh, we were going to start with your song Ancestors, um, but I jumped right into the, the title. Um, so I'm curious if you would uh, tell us a little bit about what was put into that song and then we can uh, play that video and come back and keep talking um, about some of these things. Yeah. Ancestors is... And I, I love the fact that we get to begin with Ancestors because Ancestors is the last song on the new album, Vessels, Angels, and Ancestors. And in many ways, it began the, 
the album process because the track itself came from um, a very, very dear friend of mine, Emil McGloin. Um, I don't know, maybe a year, uh, no, it must be more, a year and a half ago, um, Emil sent me a few emails. He said, I'm working on some new music. Let me know if, if, if anything speaks to you. And, um, and the first track that, that he shared with me was, was Ancestors. Hmm. And I said, wow, this is, this is powerful. It was him on guitar and, and, and even though they weren't many tracks, there was a dynamism. There was a, 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 a movement. Um, there was a story that was already being told before I wrote the first lyric. Mm. Um, and Ram Das, his words bookend the experience that is my album, Vessels, Angels, and Ancestors. It, began, it begins, we, we, we hear him grounding us, with the, the, some of the, let's call it the in, in, in intention of the experience. And then by the time we get to ancestors, he, he ties it up in, a, in this bow of divine love. Mm-hmm reminding us of our true selves. And so that's what Ancestors is about. Love it. JR, would you be willing to play that? Do believe it's accurate. It's never not happening. The current is all flows on which we are traveling The wind in my sails is the air in my diaphragm That which is not love will pale in comparison Avarice and average men with arrogance I rub shoulders playing tennis in Greenwich with them Life is just a game trying to beat 10% of them Rinse, wash, win again Good Lord, bless the seedlings and the hands that keep them The air above them and the lands underneath them It's not enough to love them She said nurture, then you free them Only those who take advantage ever keep them Steeped in tradition The old head spoke, so we listened And a few of us remembered what was whispered Play hard, play fair, play your position Walk good be well, be the difference. Who you are is beyond time, beyond space, without form, without limit. In truth, there is nowhere where you are and there is nowhere where you are not. Who you are in truth is invulnerable. You always were, you are, and you always will be. You are the ancient one. There is no name 
know who you are through a quiet mind, an open heart, an honoring of incarnation, a learning how to live on every plane simultaneously, impeccably. Become, know your original faith. Rest in love, love, love. Those lyrics are amazing. I love the who you are is beyond time, beyond space, without form, without limit, and the resting in so many of it. So thank you. It was lovely to hear. Um, you know, one of the things you were talking about um, going from Grammy-nominated artist to seeing that sheet of paper, and I think about... Um, John of the Cross and uh, going through a dark night of the soul um, while being imprisoned. Um, And this idea that there's sort of this collective dark night that has happened for so many people. Um, And that often those dark nights lead us to to these deeper places where we we get to experience where we're beyond the way we know ourselves. Um, And so when you talk about resonance, I think there's a lot of people that can resonate with that experience. Um, but there's the, the integration piece. And I'm curious if you could talk a little bit more about the, the integration piece of, yeah. of that experience. Yeah. Oh, um, as far as the integration, um, goes, uh, it's, it's, it's what I was talking about in terms of, of, putting it into a song. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the wisdom of Ramdas, of, and, and I mean, there, there are a handful, a handful of others, but, um, but we're here, but we're here to talk about Ramdas. Talk about him. <laughs> we can talk about him. <laughs> yeah. And so it, you know, it, it touched me in such a profound way that I said, how do I now, how do I now spread the good news or spread what what, what feels so good to me? Yeah. I don't want to keep this to myself. And that's what the integration component is all about. That's mm. how do I, how do I put this into practice that reminds me of the story and the stories that speak to me, even if I don't, even if I'm not necessarily aware of why there is resonance, mm-hmm. when there is resonance, I've learned that's, I, I, I have to pay attention. And, you know, it, the 
willingness to integrate any of this profound wisdom into my art. Um, it's, it's me weaving in these other stories that matter into, into my story. It's, it's a tattoo. It's why, it's why I've done this. Um, that's why I do this. But I also know that, you know, what works for me may not work for others. Um, and that, again, what works for others may not work for me. So how do I find, how do I find that balance? Um, to be able to celebrate uh, the, again, the good news, mm -hmm. while at the same time knowing that, again, just because it's good for me doesn't mean that it's going to be good for someone else. I don't, I don't subscribe to this notion that, you know, that there's this sort of universal one size fits all solution. I am in the proverbial business of, you know, um, having extreme uh, compassion for what I'm seeing, bearing witness to um, from the inside out, but at the same time realizing that all of that is also is always contingent upon how I first and foremost feel mm. about myself in the process of the experience. You know, how am I approaching this role as observer? Am I doing it playfully? Am I doing it with the chip on my shoulder? Am I doing it from a place of fear? Am I doing it from a place of love? All of that tense, how we're going to share in this space together, how I show up. Yeah. And so getting back to the original question, integration. Integration for me reminds me, it's, it's aspirational. You know, some people might want to aspire for things which are which are cool because that's part of the experience. But I'd like to put in these pearls of, of, of other things, right? Like, like vibra vibrational aspiration. Love it. Yeah. You know, and, and there are certain words and phrases and, and, and melodies that feel better for me. And at this point in my career, um, that's the art that, that, uh, that I'm, I'm, I'm called to make. Uh, so that's the integration component of it. I love that. I love that you bring up the, um, like the art as a practice. Um, I think it's really easy for so many of us to get into the idea that practices like spine straight, you know, some sort of discipline with some rigidity. Um, but 
this idea, you know, I think of all of the artists that share their paintings on the Ramdas sites. Um, you as a musician bringing this art, like it comes through in so many ways and that, um, that art being that practice as well, you know, dance being a practice, however, that, that comes through. Um, well, you know, to, to that point, I mean, it's, it's, it's really Zen, right? Like mm-hmm. I say on the album, it's, it's never not happening. Um, when I was listening to the album in its entirety from beginning to end with Raghu Marcus, our, our dear friend mm-hmm. and a, a, a executive director of the foundation who decided to support this by way of creating Soul Land. Yeah. Um, you know, I was speaking to Raghu about this. I said, uh, uh, Raghu, you know, this, this, this feels, this feels hand in hand with, um, with the way of mindful awareness. And he says, he says, yes, it does, but, but don't forget, don't forget the love. Right. Like it's one thing to be it's one thing to have the mindful awareness to know that, well, here's my in-breath, here's my out-breath. Well, that that is special. That is special to be so present mm-hmm. that, that 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 you can access that. But what Raghu reminded me in flipping that switch of, you know, don't forget the love. Mm-hmm. That, that that's that that's the secret sauce here. Yeah, it really is. Right, because I can observe, I can observe the turmoil, I can observe the suffering, and I can I can observe the joys, and I observe the triumphs, and I can observe. But if I, but if I don't have that observation rooted in love, well, then I lose out on a whole lot of why. I chose to participate in this experience this time. So. Yeah. That actually is the sort of natural segue into what happens after the, you know, let's call it successful integration of this wisdom into the art where I've now fused and and paid tribute and 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 had a, had a, had a, had a public conversation in which we held hands right that's what this album feels like it feels like mm. holding hands with Ram Dass walking down the beach mm. and so with that even when i'm slumped over and and i'm 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm at my you know, I'm, I'm, I'm at my, I'm at my worst. That still exists and that will always exist. Um, but it's the opportunity to be able to lean uh, back into that vibration, mm. back into that experience um, as much as often as I want or need to. Mm. But the catharsis, the freedom, the liberation that happens from the experience of the the conversation, uh, 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 the, the experience of the the, the 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 union, the song, 
the community. We, we do that again and again and again and again. I don't think by design it's it's to just have it and to let it fade away and to never see it again. I think that once you've realized you can access it, hold it, manifest it, manifest it, touch it, feel it, well, then now it's yours to to do it again and again and again and again. Uh, Therein, I think, lies the power, the opportunity, the humility. Mm. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure. I'm totally hearing this part correct. So please um, correct me if I'm wrong. But I, part of what that reminds me of is, um, like, we lose it all. Like, we just lose it, right? And then we have the opportunity to start again. And that's the part I share. Um, Salzburg talks about that's the part that's the part that's so key is the starting again the recognizing and I even when we started this this um, live stream this idea that we're constantly forgetting and then we, we have these these touch points to help us remember whether it is community or these songs um, I love the like how do we hold our vibrational tone and that you know, I lose it. I lose the tone. And then the song like helps me come back to, oh, I know how to hold this. Well, that's also, I, I think to, to to lose it is almost like a misnomer. Hmm. Um, you know, I don't think that there's sadness in losing. I think that's almost like exhaling, right? Hmm. You just, what happens if you just try to hold in the inhale? Oh, it feels good until you're unconscious. Yeah. Right. So there's the balance of the breath where you have to let it go and then you have to bring it in. You have to let it go and you have to bring it in. And that's the dance. And that comes with our wisdom. That comes with us, uh, you know, having these gems, having access to them and then doing something so foolhearted. And well, oh, how could I? <laughs> well, yeah, that's a part of the experience. It's a part of the experience to just forget and the, and the, and to remember. And to forget and to remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I think, I, th I think trying to, you know, stay here is an exercise in futility. Um, I think the joy is in recognizing, oh, it's beautiful up here. And then I can come down yeah. and realize that, well, there's, there's beauty here. Or there's the experience to be had here, and then I'm back up. So imagine you, you, you imagine being on a trampoline. Yeah. Imagine being up and down on a trampoline, right? It's when you come up, you've got this view, and you've got this expect, and you can you, you can see your, you know, we're we're in the Hollywood Hills. It's, it's and every time we every time we, we're at the apex of the jump, you know, we're, we're seeing. The, the, the sun, but the sun is going down, but, and then we get back down and we're seeing all of our friends down here and it's cool, but you know, it, but then we're back up and it's just, it's the beauty of the bounce. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think about that in terms of just like the ups and downs in life, but I also think <laughs> of it in terms of like the planes of consciousness, uh, we're, you know, shifting through planes of consciousness. And I, one of the things that Ramdas says that really just comes to me all the time is that we're not meant to be just at one. We're meant to be able to easily move between them. Um, and that's, I love that trampoline image of moving between between those states. Um, yeah. I'm curious if we could back up just a little bit. Um, you talked about the, the 
you can't, you came to be here now and it, it sort of planted some seeds, but they didn't really, they, and they slowly grew in the background. Right. And I think so many of us have that experience of like some seeds get planted and then you fast forward your 10, 10 years, you're like, whoa, how did this happen? How did I come here from there? Um, so I'm curious if you could tell us a little bit more about that experience for you, how those seeds grew to the point where you were now holding hands, walking down a beach with Ramdas. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. So... I encountered, you know, I'll just remind everyone listening, including myself, that I've read Be Here Now when I was in a physical prison for the first time. But it wasn't until, you know, many, many years later when, when those seeds, you know, sprouted and rooted and blossomed into something that I had to um, I had to have more on display around me. It's again, you know, think, think about flowers. Think about those flowers that you bring home and you, 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 you put into a vase. You bring them out of the garden and then you, you bring them inside the flowers behind you. <laughs> uh, there was there was a point in my life when I was not in a physical prison. I was, uh, but I was in a very, very, um, uh, uh, analogous state of not knowing, of, despair of um, uh, having my my faith uh, and, and and very purpose you know questioned so when I encountered not just the words, um, but you know the vibration that accompanies the words. Many, many years later, it it was like a familiar voice. Mm. That's 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 it. It was it was like a friend calling you. It was like a friend calling someone that you hadn't seen in God knows how long, and it doesn't matter. But, but you heard their voice. And, and you say, oh, man, well, and then one thing leads to another and you realize, well, you do have time to have lunch. And then at that lunch, you have a conversation and you realize, well, OK, well, now I do have time after the lunch to, to keep this conversation going. And you and you speak more and you can lean more into that relationship. So that's what the the. I wouldn't even call it the, the, the reacquaintance, but that was when the, the uptick in the resonance, um, that's what it felt like for me. That That's when I felt duty bound to honor it by incorporating it 
into in what I do. And you talked about the integration and incorporating that through the music, but you also do a ton with social justice. And um, I'm curious if that informed it or how it informs some of the work you do. He talked a lot about, you know, how to help and how to show up with an open heart, um, all those P things. Well, there's something that's funny that happens with, you know, that awakening in oneself with you know, an awareness of your, it's an awareness of your responsibilities. Mm. Uh, not just to yourself, but to community. Because what you realize is that whatever I do to myself invariably impacts and affects the community, right? There is no other. Mm. Um, so what does that mean? As good as I can feel in doing, um, or being the recipient to wisdom, not, or to, let's say to, to knowledge, wisdom and understanding. life is still transpiring uh, outside of, 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 of what's happening, you know, um, in, my, in my person, in my household, in, in my space. So now just to back up just a little bit, we have, you know, we can walk and chew gum at the same time. We, you know, doing this work, and this is, this is, the, this is the real beauty of it, right? Mm -hmm. The more that you work on yourself, the more that that work um, does what it needs to do. Mm -hmm. um, in ways that we can't begin to, I think, quantify or, you know, we can try to imagine that's fun, but, but I think really, um, you know, the work begins, the work begins here, but it doesn't stop there. Where it goes from there is, I mean, it's anyone's guess. I, you know what I what I do in the realm of criminal justice reform or activism pales in comparison to what some friends of mine who have boots on the ground are doing twenty three out of twenty four hours of every day. Mm. I am humbled mm. by their efforts. Mm -hmm by that sort of commitment to activism. So I do what I can, when I can. Yeah. And that has to be enough. Yeah. It, it, um, 
there's no one right way to it. There's no, there's, there's no one quick fix solution. Yeah. Um, but it is an exercise so worth doing that I've done it a million times. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. It reminds me of this, um, the, the hero myth, you know, that often we look at the, the so there's the, all the people do, dedicating 23 hours, like their incredible work. Um, and then often there's like the, the, the person we see who stands up for an issue and there's the hero myth of like, that's the person that did it, did it. But, um, but there's all the people in the background making the flyers and, you know, the phone calls and there's so many pieces to a movement and that each of us has a part to play in that. Um, and we get often, I think, get so caught in the idea that we have to be the hero that we forget how important all of those other uh, pieces are um, in every single movement that's ever happened. I mean, to, 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 that, to that point, who's not the hero in the movement? Yeah, exactly. Who is not the hero? The person who's 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 making the signs, the person who's who's handing out the food, the person who's you know putting the strategies together. Like everyone in the movement is so heroic. Yeah. And so you look to your left and you see you see that power and that strength and that energy, that fervor. You look to your right and you see that inspiration, that dedication, that commitment. And you know, we're reminded of our of our, of our greatness. Yeah. And yeah, to not discount um, the parts that we play, which is, we're all so important. And so that's breaking down that myth, I think is so key. Um, Yeah. So for those of you out there watching, uh, you are welcome to put questions into the chat. Uh, for anything that you have to ask John. And we have one uh, cue from Austin. This might be referring back to a little bit earlier. Um, But Joseph Campbell said that when you follow your bliss, the universe will open doors where before there were only walls. Um, And he asks, what was the process like for you in finding your bliss in creating music? Mm. It's continuous. For me, I'll be super candid. The greatest bliss that I've found most recently um, is, you know, after meeting my children and the ability to honor them and celebrate them and leave messages for them in song. Um, I think it's something that I always did Mm. um, as, again, as a thought exercise, but it wasn't, um, oh man, you know, being as believing uh, a song that I released in 2020, um, you know, it's a direct ode to my, my, my children. And, you know, while there's bliss, there's also, you know, that, that knowing that, that parental knowing, right, that you will nurture and you will love so deeply 
And that is going to be the, the, that's going to be the juju that's going to, you know, um, that they'll be able to pour into their, their wounds that, 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 that they'll be able to lean on when the world is less compassionate and harsh. Um, but you also realize that in the wars that they will have to fight, that there'll be growth, that there'll be understanding, that there'll be empathy, that there'll be love, that there'll be, you know, their own opportunity to expand. Mm. So I think in the question of, you know, again, back to the question of, you know, what is it like to perhaps explore, you know, bliss in the creative process, bliss, you're exploring bliss in the creative process doesn't come without exploring pain in the creative process because they go hand in hand. So I am extremely, extremely grateful for the opportunity to explore bliss, especially especially at the sides of, of, of my children, but that does not come without wrestling with the world that they'll have to know and experience, whether it's a, a, a hotter world, whether it's, you know, the theft of, or, or, or the continued theft of, 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 of black and brown bodies, whether it's, um, uh, the, 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 the trauma, the, the continued trauma of a pandemic, whether it's again, right? Like all of these things that, 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 that exist, that will exist, but they'll have to have, and we will have to have a North star, a place to come back to. Um, that does exist as well. And, and that's what, that's what I think I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do here and now to breathe as much life into mm. into these safe spaces, into um, into these vulnerable spaces, uh, into these honest spaces uh, as much as I can, because the construct is going to do what the construct is going to do. Yeah. Um, that's that's the job of the construct. Um, but then, you know, again, everything's not for everyone. So what I'm doing with, 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 with this stuff is uh, antithetical to that, but I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Who it hits. Uh, it reminds me, and I'm going to butcher this quote, so I'm sure there's people out there that can correct me um, with what it exactly says. But there's uh, this quote that comes to mind of Ramdas, um, if it's going to be the apocalypse, my, my job is to be present and keep my heart open. If it's going to be the enlightenment, my job is to be present and keep my heart open. And it feels like that's part of what you're doing with the, the music is just that reminder. Be present, keep your heart open. Um, so James asks, and it sort of weaves into what you were talking about, this, this idea of what is to come and in, in your what your kids will inherit. Um, and, you know, how do we deal with 
uh, fear and loss in our life. He specifically asks, how do you deal with, with fear and loss in your life? And I think we've talked a lot of some, but I didn't know if you wanted to add anything to that specifically. The, there's a song on the album. It's the second song on the album. It's called Begin Again. Mm-hmm. You're, you're talking about that notion. The first line of that song is as follows. In the presence of grace and grief, the sun rose again. We face the east. Take a breath, hold it in, release. We are precisely where we're meant to be. So in the presence of grace and grief, the sun rose again. We face the east. These things, in the presence of these things happening, uh, you know, so long as the sun rises, and as long as we have the opportunity to to see that sun, well, then there's an opportunity there, and there's a reason. There, I see not only an opportunity, but a reason mm-hmm. that that there is an opportunity to continue to see that light that exists. So there's that, but then there's also the knowing that uh, that the most infinitesimal particle of eternity is still eternity. Mm. And I'm not a scientist, (laughs) but I do know that I just, I, and I know that we're made of the stuff of, of, of the stars, right? So there's this pursuit right now to, 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 to go far out. I mean, that, that same pursuit is, you know, going far in. Yeah. So the loss, the tragedy, the trauma, that's part of it. And I'm going to, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you a little quote. It's almost like a mantra of mine. Mm. When, when, I, when, I, when I'm face to face with something that feels like, like that. You know, thank God for the 20 degree days that make the 40 degree days feel like 60 degree days. <laughs> were it not for, were it not for those really, really cold days, then those days that are a little bit warmer, oh man, they wouldn't feel like, they wouldn't feel like spring. You know, so I, I I sit before you having a lived experience that was not always, you know, roses. It was not always triumph. But I'll say in the wake of my lived experience and in the midst of my lived experience, it just feels so much better now. It just feels so much better from me, from where I sit. Mm. 
because I can appreciate this exchange so much more now. It's, um, it's, it's tastier. It's, it's more delicious. It's, it's richer. It's more vibrant. Mm. There is more grace here. There is more love here. There is more compassion here. There is more trust here. There is more understanding here. So. Thank you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Time can feel like it's in short supply. Between work, family, and friends, there's very little time left just for you. What would you do with an extra hour in your day? What's important to you? Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. It's a great way to increase self-awareness build a greater sense of purpose, deal with overthinking, and more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash be here now today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com Slash be here now. Um, a couple of more questions are coming in. What, Errol asks, uh, what teachings in Be Here Now had the biggest impact on your life and way of thinking? I can't extract. Yeah. One thing other than well, I, I I think that it I think it actually comes back to, and I don't know if this was in um, the end now, but well, you know, it's the name of the foundation, and it's it's you know it's kind of Ramdas's walking orders right to love everyone to serve everyone and to remember God um while while that might not necessarily be a page out of be here now it is a direct nexus to 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 that mantra which is I must say which is not my personal mantra but it is one that I respect as Ram Dass's, you know, his orders. That was, it, it, it's, it's what, it, it's, it's what he was told. It like, all right, go back, go back to the West now. And, 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 and this is what you have to do. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, you know, again, being given your name and then being given your mission. Mm-hmm. In the story in Ramdas's, you know, journey in his personal story of being given his name and being given his mission. Well, I'm reminded of my own story of being given my name and being given my mission. And so I'm constantly reminded. I look to my left and there's Ramdas, right? I look to my right 
and there's Alan Watts. I look at, and so, you know, well, what are you reading? What are you? I'm reading the Bhagavad Gita, and, and a person over here is reading. It's, it's well, that's the joy of it. Yeah. Um, you know, the not knowing, the not knowing can be can be paralyzing. It can be so scary. Right? I'm not. I'm not trying to take away. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to lessen that for anyone. Right? Like it's. It can be fucking terrifying. Mm. But. But. <laughs> and that's what I want to lean into. Right? Like I want to lean into the but. But it could also be. I want to lean into what it could also be, and that, you know, yeah, it might be, it might be a, a more difficult practice in a time of, you know, but, but it doesn't make it any less worthwhile or any less inspiring or enlightening or euphoric or humble, all, all, all of it. Um, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, don't knock it till you try it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, Jacob asks, and I think we, we've, we've talked about this, but again, if you want to be more, like drill into it a little bit, um, how music and spirituality meet. How do you view music and spirituality as something that meets? Harmoniously and sometimes dissonance. Mm. You know, music is music is music is the great universal language as far as I've lived it and known it. Um a sad song, a happy song. You know, music is and has been the great companion piece uh, for me. And I wanted this album, Vessels, Angels, and Ancestors, to be a companion piece to others in the way that um, music indefinitely has, um, has, has blessed me. So music and spirituality they're imbricated into a tightly woven uh, everlasting fabric. So we are here, um, you know, this is the Ramdas Fellowship. We focus on community. Uh, Sue asks about your community, um, specifically spiritual community, was it available when you were inside the prison system? And I'm just curious about your community, like community in general in your life as well, how that informs you. Community is everything and has been everything uh, to me long before I knew that. Mm. I... I knew very, very deeply inside that I would have a 
just a richer, a more vibrant, a more qualitative uh, uh, experience collaborating with others. That's that's definitely been a mission of mine. Um, you know, looking looking for my my tribe, uh, and I think that in putting you know the energy and the teachings into song, that's been my way of uh, casting out the message to to to, to find my people mm. and. You know, um, oh man, if you ask me, like, how was I buoyed while I was away? So, I, like I said, I went away in 2001. In 2002, I came out with an album called I John, which, so this is the, it's the 20th anniversary of I John. I'd like to re release that album this year because it's not available. Um, it's not available anywhere. It's available on, if you have a, a CD, you have it, but it's not, you, you, you can find it, you know, some songs on YouTube. But um, I released that album without being able to promote it because I was in prison. And all throughout, oh, you got to Sorry. Well, you're back. You're back. Okay. Am I back now? Yeah, you, you sound good. All right. And so, um, all throughout that experience, I was receiving letters, correspondence from from family, friends, and strangers um, supporting me. But a but a lot, a lot of, of that support came by way of people who who heard who heard the music. Uh, you know, interestingly, I, I mean, I was receiving mail from, and this is two thousand and two. People saying, "Oh, there's a song on your album that you know my wife and I we got married to, and we're in Japan." And I was here in Japan. I'm in prison in Texas, and you're in Japan, hearing my music, getting married, writing me a letter. So not only did you, you know, include this 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 music at your wedding, but you took the time afterwards to handwrite me a letter and to put it into an envelope and. The, put a stamp on it and to actually mail it. So, so I had a number of instances like that, that, like I said, they buoyed me. They lifted me right on up. Um, but then there were awesome, awesome individuals, men that I now you know, think of as family that I met through those years inside brilliant men, compassionate men, um, you know, elegant, dignified men, um, responsible, anything that they, they, but yes, in that, in that place. So I, I know in my heart of hearts, community can be found anywhere and everywhere. Um, and especially in what we might think of as the the darkest of places during the darkest of times, you know, there might there might even be an argument to say that that's when 
That's when your megaphone or the light you shine um, might be at its brightest, or its, its greatest amplitude. Yeah. So um, we're coming to the end of being together in this community, satsang event. So, so grateful um, that you're here and part of this community and buoying up this community with your music. Um, it's powerful. Uh, when you brought up the Bhagavad Gita, and the last thing you said about um, light and darkness is a theme that sort of runs through the Gita. And I just wanted to mention to everyone to keep an eye out. In a couple of weeks, we're going to be launching a course, uh, Ramdas talking about the Bhagavad Gita. So um, it's been really rich to be going through that archival material. Um, so I hope people will check that out. So I, I just want to give you a really big thank you for showing up, for doing what you do, um, for sharing your wisdom here this evening. I want to also give a big thank you to the people on the back end for making this happen, Gina and JR, as well as everyone else. And a really big thank you for all the people that showed up to, to tune into this. Um, these events, a lot of, most of what we do is free and uh, by donation. So if you want to consider supporting this financially, you can text Satsong to 91999 and there'll be a link in your chats as well. And know that you can rewatch this live stream or share it with your friends. So you'll simply go to uh, ramdas.org slash live stream dash replays and that link will be in the chats as well. And uh, keep an eye out. We do these every month. Uh, we also have meetups where we connect as a community to chat around various themes. Uh, and we have some affinity groups as well that you can sign up for where they look at specific topics from a particular perspective. So it's lots of ways to actually have face-to-face -face connection with people within the community. So anything else you coming up for you that you want to share? Well, you know, you mentioned the Gita, um, the Gita, and maybe the one thing I'll share is what I think of when I think of the Bhagavad Gita and I think of the opening, um, I think of the opening scene. I think of the, the, the beginning of the story, which you and I have spoken about. But it's also, um, you know, the beginning of that story is something that I think of often and remind myself when I'm going through it, whatever the it is. And it is the fact that everyone, everyone is fighting a battle. Every being that you see, that you can bear witness to and that can bear witness to you is going through it in some shape, form, or fashion. And knowing that, I mean, yeah, it's, you can forget, you know, you may want to give somebody the bird and they cut you off in traffic, but man, to just have that seed planted in you, you'll remember when you need to, when you'll need to remember. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're all yeah. going through this human experience and it is, not an easy thing to navigate. That's a fact. That's all a fact. The, all those inner battles and navigating. So we're all in it together, hopefully. You know, that's where I hope we can move to. So Yeah. Thank you. 
Yeah, thank you. It's been such a joy getting to chat with you. I just so appreciate how you show up, show up in the world. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you to the fellowship. Thank you to Gina. Thank you to JR. Thank you, Jacqueline. Um, thank you all for um, yeah, sitting with us and uh, entertaining us in this conversation and for joining in. Uh, it's really awesome. Yeah. All right. So we will see you all next month. Be well. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Time can feel like it's in short supply. Between work, family, and friends, there's very little time left just for you. What would you do with an extra hour in your day? What's important to you? Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. It's a great way to increase self-awareness, build a greater sense of purpose, deal with overthinking, and more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Be Here Now today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Be Here Now.